Does your microphone sound a little bit clear? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know. I what's, mean, what's going on with your microphone? It seems a little know. bit too crisp. I think, I think it's because we got the number one best-selling dynamic microphones there is to purchase on Amazon at the moment. I don't know what you meant by saying all those words, but all I heard was that we finally got better microphones and we're going to be delivering better content. That's all what I heard. If, what if what if our microphone microphones? What if our microphones sound the exact same as before? And what if we lose all of our phones? No, what if we lose please, all of our listeners? Please, we really invested so hard for you guys. It's so funny because like we posted in our story that we're getting better microphones. And we got the most engagement that we've ever had in our life. You guys were waiting for us so hard to get new microphones because we got applause emojis. People were DMing us saying, thank God. We didn't realize that this was the actual epidemic of the world. Literally, yo, like, whenever we ask you guys for feedback, we don't hear anything. <laughs> it's just like, you guys are doing great. Cricket's but, chirping. But the second that we post about us getting new microphones, everybody comes out the woodworks. Now <laughs> now it's a celebration. We got through a party. Like, you guys, you guys got to let us know about this stuff beforehand. But what, right. whatever, regardless. If there's anything else that you guys hate about us, please tell us. <laughs> please let us better. know. If these microphones yeah. suck, just tell us. Um, yeah. So Mashun yeah. just went back home from New York. It is the new year, so work schedule is back on. Mm. We've been working OD. Now that we got better microphones, we're going to be top of the charts. We're on go mode. We're on go mode. This is go just crazy the beginning for us. Also, so many people listen to our first episode. Please stop listening to that. That is not our best episode. <laughs> and the audio on that episode sucks ass. And it's unfortunate that that's our most listened to episode. I think I think we should redo that honestly because that episode yeah. was so bad. Like I remember before we put it out, I told you I was like, "Yo, I have to make a disclaimer just talking about how bad the episode is." Yeah, and we also had to record that many times because it wasn't authentic. It was very scripted. Oh yeah, we're not yeah. like that no more. This is just us off the top buffooning around off the top. Doing what? Buffooning around. <laughs> buffooning around. <laughs> Anyways, right. oh, welcome back to Difficult Dish. This is a podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua, and I am Mashnun. And today we are speaking about social media. Um, I think I initially thought about talking about this topic because, like, when we were together, we were making our New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals or whatever, and a lot of them were social media based. Like, a lot of them were like, I want to get this many followers on this account i want to get this many followers on like this social media like da da da. and i feel like that's kind of like a lot of people's goals on social media or like a lot of people's goals in general this year is to like get bigger on social media and it really got me or thinking it's been it's, like, for a while i guess but i think like with you know the introduction yeah the introduction of like tiktok and that being like so relevant yeah you know i feel like in the say. beginning of 2021 like obviously tiktok was was a big thing but i feel like coming into this new year like every like all the people that you all the people that you heard like oh i'm never gonna make a tiktok it's like it's da, da, da. like they're all on tiktok now you know right. and like everybody like low-key like wants to be an influencer even the people that mm -hmm. are in like med school like like everybody it's like if the opportunity comes to them like they'll be down to do it i just think yeah. that's like crazy yeah we were talking about why a lot of people are trying to do that like people that essentially don't know what they have to offer offer at the table they also want to be an influencer because they see this luxurious life and they just want to get more followers because they just you know see the beauty in it but 
everyone wants to be an influencer now. But yeah, what what sparked this idea in you? I mean, I don't know. I think like I guess I guess we can get like right into it, right? Like we're gonna be talking about how what the influence of like social media has on like brown people and like brown communities and just like the different ways that like brown people go about social media. And I think one of like the things that I wanted to bring up when it comes to this, because like there's so many things to talk about in social media, like how toxic it could be, like how fake it could be, like how whatever. And like, obviously it's fantastic coming into this new year for people who are like trying to start a business or trying to like promote their, their like services, like people who are just entrepreneur mind. Like, of course you, you have to be on social media if you're trying to make a business today. But like, you know, I feel like, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was was fake love. You yeah, ever heard about we that? Actually, we talked about this very briefly. Well, actually, no. We talked about this very extensively in our episode about friendships. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Friendships Can Be Difficult in the Brown Community yeah. because, you know, there's so much fake love, fake support. So we did want to talk about that aspect, but we also want to talk about social media and how a lot of people use it to uphold a status or a reputation and post this perfect life when in reality it's not like that at all you know a lot of you guys can see that with with brown moms posting on facebook or just brown people in general trying to show off their wealth and there's just a lot of aspects that we want to talk about about social media in the brown community and is a very specified category of this because i know some people dm'd us and messaged us saying that um you know why don't we just talk about the whole brown community at, in whole because it's so toxic in general but we do want to you know specifically just talk about this aspect first and then we can move on and talk about the whole community in general a little little pause real quick did you did did y'all know that that her video is uh trending on trending on Uh, youtube right now (laughs) your video is trending on youtube right now how many subscribers you hit how many subscribers you hit 422. 422. Come on. Well, I think it's at 422 right now, but it was at 421 when I checked last time. If you guys are not subscribed to Labyrinth, I have been not following Labyrinth on literally everything. Blo- block us. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's my first, it's my first like video that's having yeah, views. It's a hit. I usually hit like 50 and that's it. I call it a day. I told eight, you. Let- eight hours of editing. I get 50 views. I call it a day and then I do it again the next week. <laughs> telling you just just let the let the gears grind you know let the sauce simmer that's what my my that's what my god simmer yeah my god simmer my god sister used to say she's just you know when you're whenever you're like cooking up some chicken broth or making some short ribs you know you just gotta put it on the back burner and you just let it simmer you know it's kind of how you gotta go about youtube think what i'm saying like you you put that up and now it's simmering it's cooking you know no yeah okay no okay (laughs) So, I mean, so what? Like, do you want me to go first? You want to go first? Like, what's the first thing you want to bring up? You can go. All right, I'm going to go. Um, Yeah, so I think I've mentioned in the past that I didn't grow up with a lot of brown people near me, um, which is different than you because you grew up with a good amount of brown people near me. And Near me. Near, near me, yeah. That's exactly said, what I said. No, you said you grew up with a lot of people, brown people near me. This is, I hope you guys know by now. What the hell this? <laughs> I hope you guys know by now that the only thing me and Vishnun do is correct each other, even when the other person said nothing wrong. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're my biggest fan. This is what I'm talking about. Fake love. Fake love. <laughs> is that me? Okay, so so like what I mean by that is like yeah, I had brown people 
like surrounding me, but I didn't have like I I always felt really alienated from the brown community in Orlando. There's a good amount of them that I knew, right? Like and and a good amount of them knew me. But I I just was never able to feel like I was a part of that community. And I think a lot of it is, you know, I mean all of it is pretty much um corresponding to just like my differentiating thoughts like I didn't care about school too much. I didn't perform well in school. Um, and I was like, my passions were totally different than what other, um, brown people around me were, were into, you know, I was, I was writing, I was, I was like doing, doing blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, one thing that I really recognize back in like 2017, 2018, 2019 is like, I didn't get that same love from these brown people near me the same way that they showed love to themselves and I guess they're like there. There may be a couple of different reasons for this. One of them might just be that they didn't like me, you know. But I don't really think that that's the reason, you know. I don't. I never really tried to show myself as someone who's like really arrogant and like push myself away from that community. I love the brown people that that are in Orlando and the brown people and the Bengali community that was in um that was in Florida. But I was just never able to really like diverge into that community, like get along with those people like that and you know I remember like I posted my very first spoken word poem um my a performance I did at a competition I posted on Instagram and um I was I don't know I think I was just expecting a lot more love than I got I think I got like two or three brown people just kind of saying this is so cool but it's like at the same time I'll see you know, somebody else who's brown posts a selfie and then under that selfie, there's a good 200 comments from everybody in the community talking about like... No, it's, it's honestly so sad because so many brown people say, oh, brown people support other brown people. Like, we need to see a come up. We need to see representation. Hmm. But once they do see that, especially if they're friends with them or if they know them in person, there's no commenting. There's no support. No. Because they honestly don't want you to win. They don't want to see you doing better than them. And that's so sad. I think I think, you know, I think that's one argument, but I think another argument could be like they don't they don't care to support you. They just kind of like they'll support you when you're like big and famous. Like they'll be like, Oh, I, I knew them when I was yeah. da, da, like I went to school with them. But it's like right now when you're like trying to like grind and hustle and trying to get to that mm-hmm. place it's like where, where are they at you know like where are exactly. you exactly but like once you're up there exactly. it's like oh, blah, blah, blah. like I, i've known them remember long, me blah, blah. yeah yeah let me know when you need me for the shoot <laughs> like you know when when i posted about my book headspun out on amazon you, you heard your first machine you dig what i'm saying little plug real quick little advertisement uh sponsored by me machine <laughs> um when i when i posted my book i got a lot of love but honestly i didn't get much love from like people in orlando um and specifically always random people not even random people it's like tiktok friends i've made um just like people different people who have followed me that like i'm cool with but like not (laughs) much in orlando which is crazy because like i'm from orlando like i'm from the city i know a lot of people in this city i'm cool with a lot of people in this city Probably like half the people, probably more than half the people that follow me are from Orlando, you know. And, you know, of course, I, I got people DMing me. I had like one I, and specifically I had one close friend of mine from high school DM me. And that was pretty much like the only close, close friend that I used to have that DM me. There were a bunch of like acquaintances, like people that I was cool with, but like 
close friends that like I used to mess with, there was just one. And like I FaceTime him and and it was great. His name's Toby. And but but yeah, it's like I, I think want it, you to talk about the one person who tweeted about you. Who who uh, <laughs> Oh, that's that's a per- oh my god, that's a perfect example. He's not brown, but I mean I'll 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 mention that. Um so like in, when I was in high school, I, I used to rock with, like, this group of, like, seven, eight boys. And we, I pretty much stopped talking to them when I was, like, 19. Um, but back in high school, like, we were we were close. Like, we were, like, fingers locked. Like, we were super-duper close to each other. I was, like, all the boys I used to talk to. And one of them who I thought I was still cool with. I mean, I haven't talked to him in years, but, like, there was never any, like, bad blood. Like, no nothing. Um, when I posted, like, the cover of my book and I posted um like the like the the meaning behind not the meaning but where I got the the name from the name headspun um I talk a little bit about the meaning in my episode 21 little plug another plug (laughs) number plug (laughs) sponsored by me um when when I posted that the the um the name of the book is named after a cocktail in uh, a cocktail from this bar that I used to go to a lot and when I posted about that, um, one of my childhood friends, like I was FaceTiming him, I was talking to him and he told me that he was like, yo, are you still cool with like this guy? I'll just give him a name. I'll give him, I'll give him Johnny. Edward. Uh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Edward. I was like, Who's Edward? And he was like, yo, are you still talk to Johnny? And I was like, I mean, no, nah, I haven't talked to him in years. And he's like, I think he, he, he says something about you on Twitter. And I haven't been on Twitter in like a year. Like, I, I don't go on Twitter like that anymore. So I was like, let me go see what he said. And he said something along the lines of like, oh, um, be, like guys be guys be Muslim writing a poetry book named after um, an alcoholic beverage, like with like crying emojis. And when I read that, I took it as a joke. I was like, I was like, yeah, like it's it's funny, like it, it is funny, <laughs> and and he has a point, right? And I understand that he doesn't understand the meaning behind it. And that's totally cool because I haven't explained it. But then I go to call him, right? I go to call him, just talk about it, you know. If if he wanted a explanation to it, I would have given it to him. It, like whatever the case may be, I just want to be like, yo, like why'd you say that? You know, like no no like hard feelings, whatever. And he didn't pick up. And I was like, all right, whatever. He better call me back. You know, like he better, like he called me. I'm trying to reach out to him. Like, I hope he says something and he's never reached back out to me. So that- that's what I'm saying. It's fake, fake support. Yeah. They don't want to support you in the beginning. And then they turn around when it's, when it's super, watch, watch, superpowers. watch in a few months in a year when I'm a, when I'm a big hot boy, mm. all these Tell boys me like, I'll leave one but yeah um there's a lot of fake love on social media there's a lot of people that you thought you were cool with who when you when you go to try to become something bigger than like what you are it's like where are these people at you know yeah, these people where the are hell just are not they, they never and it's wish like, you any good vibes exactly it's like where's the love like i've spent years with these guys i've I've spent like so many moments with these guys like and they know that like writing is like that's me like I I'm a I'm a poet like that's me and it's like I I've released my debut collection of poetry and it's like mm-hmm. where are y'all at you know I feel like it's the worst when these people don't congratulate you or you know 
aren't there for you when you're succeeding, but when something bad happens to you, they're hitting your line, asking you what happened just so, so they can get the tea. Like, I've had so many freaking people comment on my Instagram pictures, text me, not even text me, just comment, just so they can show other people that they're cool with me and that they're supporting me when really they're commenting, but then talking shit about me behind my back to other people. Like, literally, commenting is just a game now where it's just like, oh, I just want to be associated with this person and I wanted to make it seem like we're friends because I'm just commenting on them. I'm going to show them fake love. When in reality, I'm either jealous of them or two, I hate them. Mm. And I'm going to talk as much shit as I can. You're going to comment saying, oh, like, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you're succeeding, blah, 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 while you're talking shit to someone else saying, oh, like, they had everything given to them or oh like blah 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 did you hear about their past like you know just trying Mm. to bring them down in any way and that's so common in brown culture where there is so much fake love with with things like that i've seen it so often like even i remember you even brought it up saying like why are there so many freaking girls commenting the same shit on your instagram pictures and then i'm like i literally don't know any of them i remember that was like one of the first things that we talked about because like that's something i saw like a little bit growing up like on social media around here but like when i went to like your pictures or just like people like like i don't know just like people from like that kind of area like whatever like it's like there's so much love in the comments and like there's such it's such empty love it's such like weightless love it doesn't mean anything like y'all it's like you're saying that in hopes of like they're gonna say it back to you when you post something you know no literally like, like at this point in maybe like 2017 or 18 i had the same girls commenting the same shit in all of my pictures every couple of days <laughs> and it was just a cycle because they would expect that same love back on their pictures and it was just a competition at this point and it's freaking crazy like mm-hmm. how that works like yeah, i i remember i'd feel guilty if i didn't comment something nice to them really yeah because Damn. it was just an expectation at that point mm. but i'm out of that i don't even go on instagram like that anymore yeah okay <laughs> shut the hell up you're on freaking instagram every second hey i'm, I have a no, limit I'm on not instagram. i am not. no right now <laughs> you want to talk year? about these limits that you have i've seen it in person what you do <laughs> listen guys she has limits on her app she passes these limits every single day it like the limit pops up and it's like it's like you've hit your daily limit and she's like ah whatever <laughs> she presses okay <laughs> and just goes back to scrolling don't no, believe I this actually, woman <laughs> no, today today i'm really proud of myself because i was really productive today and my new year's goal is to um reduce my limit reduce my screen time on my phone and today was the first time in a long time where i actually accepted my limit and i didn't go on i didn't i didn't go past it i'm proud yeah that's good thanks yeah i'm really trying to turn over a new leaf all right sorry continue but i mean but yeah so so that's like one main point i have another main point but like i'll let you speak about one of the things that you want to talk about no go ahead i know you're gonna forget no i'm not gonna forget come on do i forget anything all right (laughs) (laughs) i try to let that slide i try to let that slide this man (laughs) forgot an airpod in my room and he couldn't find it he looked in like the freaking toilet he looked in like every single place except where it could have been and then i found it for him yeah that's what you're here for you know he dropped two separate liquids on two different of my shirts in the same day (laughs) that has nothing to do with forgetting (laughs) now you're just now you're just throwing shots at me what's going on 
You're sneak dissing me. Um, another thing that I want to talk about is just how fake everything is on social media. And yes, this relates to every single ethnicity. It's not just brown people. But I noticed this very heavy in this community, especially because I'm a part of it, obviously. So I noticed this with brown parents posting a perfect life on Facebook. They kind of want to appease their friends on Facebook, even if they haven't really talked to them. And they literally just post perfect pictures, even if their marriage is like falling apart, even mm. if they don't have the best relationship with their kids. And they're posting all these statuses saying how proud they are of, of this and their kids and whatever, even though they've never really said that to their kids. And it's just this perfect life. Like they're just waiting for the comments to roll in. And I even remember like my mom is also very big on the Facebook because that's like the only social media that they use. And she said like, Oh, this person, I know this person saw my post, but didn't like it. So that means that they're jealous. No way. Yeah. So it just shows how like this is such a big part of their life. And I get it because this is like the first form of social media that I've, our parents have had. So it, they assume that they know everything about it. But it's also like if you're Bangladeshi, you also kind of know how other Bangladeshi people work, especially when you're mm. older. So it's like you assume that they're going to be like that because you know how like slimy they can be sometimes you know so it just shows how like there's this perfect image on social media that you have to uphold and you think that it's gonna elevate your reputation in the community people are gonna look at you higher you know and i've also noticed that amongst the younger crowd in instagram and there's so many people who are not rich in any sense Hmm. they or maybe they even are but they're posting only luxurious, rich pictures on Instagram, reeling in all these likes, getting all of these surface level comments just based on this fake level of worth, you know? Mm. And it's it really sucks because there's just no genuine genuinity. Is that the word? Gen gen uh, genuine genuine that, that doesn't sound genuineness, right. <laughs> genuineness. Like, I don't know too many rich people. I mean, like, I've met, like, rich people from, like, TikTok and shit. But at least from, like, my life growing up, I didn't know too many rich people. So I never saw, like, the side of, like, rich people showing off their rich lifestyle. So, like, I honestly don't have much to say about that. I know you know some people that that do that. And and maybe you can talk about that a little bit more. But, like, on, like, the other end from that, I just want to talk about, like, I know a couple, like, I know a lot of people who like weren't rich and who are getting money now and it's like now now they're posting like the the nice luxurious fancy stuff and like honestly I don't really mind that I think it's like you start from the bottom like you worked your way up and you're just enjoying the fruits of your labor now so I think for the most part that's okay obviously like it all comes back to like intention are you doing this to like show other people like yo like this is where i'm from and like now i got this like me like i posted about my apartment because like like i didn't like i didn't have a lot growing up so like i'm gonna post about my apartment now. like i'm gonna show off my view i'm gonna show off but things the thing that I got is now. the thing is that you are very authentic with it as am i when i post things like this because i also share the the rough parts you know i don't just say yeah. like oh started off rich now i'm rich like we say these parts are hard Right now, I'm, like, depressed. Like, things like that, you know? We Mm. show the real side of us. So that's That's why it makes sense for us to also show the better sides. Because it shows people that they're able to do it, too. And that we're also genuine with ourselves. Like, we're not lying to anyone. And we're showing people that it's okay to have bad days, too. 
So that's that's fine, I feel like. But I'm talking about the people that just show, have this like mindset that the only way that they can be well-liked in the community is if they show off this facade and show off that they're rich even though they're not. And I get it. Like Some people aren't able to be vulnerable on social media and it's also not that important to be it because it's just social media. But, but I'm talking about like the people that think that the epitome of being brown the epitome of being liked in the brown community is just being rich and that you're lesser than them if if you don't have that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, like, I'm sure you know, like, at least from your area, like, some some brown people that probably came up with with a lot, and they're probably still posting about this luxurious lifestyle. And like, you know, to an extent, like, it it does work, right? Like, there are so many people who get super popular on social media because they show all of the really, really, really nice things. And also at the same time, it's like I remember there's this one girl that um that that uh we we both follow follow on tiktok i'll tell you later i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name drop right now but it's Expose like right now but it's like like she's obviously very well off and i remember once she posted um something about how she didn't have much <laughs> and it's like to that it's like now now i hate that more than like you just staying on the rich side like stay over there like don't come over here if you're gonna if you're gonna treat it like that you know yeah but but yeah like people people try so hard to be something that they're not i mean i i used to but it's like people our age like you should not be trying so hard to to so to to show off to show off such such pretty things like show some real stuff you know like but now it's like i literally don't care anymore and i think you know people are so scared to be authentic but they don't recognize that like authentic authenticity is is cherished and and people love it i also don't want to give off the idea that we don't like social media and that we're just bashing it i think that i found a lot of good friends off of social media and it has a lot of benefits for me and but we're just like you know showing the bad side of it and how it's really negative in the brown community sometimes and toxic What's the other toxic thing about social media and the brown community? Yeah, yeah, this is a big one. This is one that I'm, I'm like now starting to like figure out about, or at least like the last couple of months is like. So a little bit of background, like when I was growing up, like I said, a lot of people around me didn't have much, so there was never any sort of like resentment towards each towards each other. There was never really any jealousy, you know. Even if there was a little bit, like we didn't treat things as jealousy. We treated things like oh if you have something that i don't that just means that i have to work harder to get what you got you know since like it was like oh i don't have a lot you don't have a lot let's not hate each other why are we gonna hate each other mm-hmm. and being on social media now i realized that that this hate thing is pretty crazy you know hate is a really crazy thing and it's like not i'm not even talking about the people from like you know that you grew up with that like start hating you like i'm just talking about like random ass people who have like a picture of like michael jordan as their profile picture 
with with two followers. <laughs> That's so specific. You know, it's like, like, why, why do people, why do people hate on people? You know, right. and like, 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 answer me that question. Like, like, why, why do you think people hate on people? They're insecure. I genuinely believe that. I think, I think that they have I nothing think, good going on in their lives, and I don't know, man. Like, like you in say, a low place. Like you say that, and like that's what I hear, but like it still does not click in my head. Because again, like when I see somebody who looks like me doing what I'm doing have better results, I'm like, all right, I gotta go harder. I've never thought of it. I was like, man, I hate this guy, you know, and I, that mm. that's just never gonna click in my head. I don't know, man. That thing is crazy. Hate is crazy. I I hate the the hate part of social media. It's not even that I hate it. It's like I obviously don't care, but I hate just like he obviously doesn't care. Like I don't care when it happens to me. I just hate that it happens. You know, like right. what what if I was a super duper self conscious insecure guy who like once I saw like one hate comment about how like you know my my hair looked this way and and whatever it's like what if i really let that mess with me and the reality is like a lot of people on social media are are like super sensitive to that kind of stuff you know it's like you may get like a hundred comments of of love but like that one talking about how like you look too big in in this like t-shirt or dress or whatever it's like that really sticks with you and it's like social media is toxic that's why you got to put the the time limits on your apps and actually what, follow through with it. What what you got to say about say about hate? You be hating on people on social media? I don't hate on anyone on social media, but I remember last year when I was in a really low point in my life when I wasn't really doing anything with myself because I was kind of just depressed. I was comparing myself a lot to people and in that point since I was self-deprecating myself, is that what you say? Self-deprecating? Yeah. Um I viewed other people as better than me. And so I was using them to compare myself to them. And then I was also jealous of them. And so I know a lot of people, they never get out of that. And they just get like to the full extent. And they actually leave hate comments because they are feeling so jealous or they're feeling so insecure that they just feel like they have to put their mind out somewhere, you know, put give a piece of their mind to someone because no one's like listening to them. It's just I, I feel like it's the lowest point, you know. So I obviously I'm not trying to like sympathize with hate with hate comments because I've gotten a lot of those, but I'm trying to see their point of view from it. You get really thick, thick minded once you get hate comments, like a lot of hate comments because we Mm -hmm. get we don't get a lot. But, you know, in controversial topics, when we talk about or post videos on it, like we get hate comments on it. Mm -hmm. And at this point, you kind of just scroll past it. I think honestly, like not to like have a whole tangent, but (laughs) how I deal with hate comments now it's like if it's something that I really have to respond to or like I really have to put my mind to it, I literally just type up a response. Like I type out everything that I want to say and then don't send it. <laughs> but it's like a therapy, you know? Really? Sometimes I'll send it, but then sometimes they won't. Or sometimes I'll that. just troll them back. Nah, come on. I'd be I like, know. yeah, at least you're liking and engaging about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Okay. Uh so we actually got a lot of responses from our supporters about this topic. A lot of you had a lot to say. Mm. And a lot of it actually had to do with snitching and hiding yourself on social media and, you know, the facade, the fake image that people have to put up 
So yeah, we'd love to talk a little bit more deeper about these with the questions that you guys have. And the yeah, topics. so so we got a good amount, but we'll focus on like one um, cent- center kind of theme. And I'll like group up a few of them. But essentially, it's like the, the question goes like, not question, but thoughts goes like, having to put on settings for my family overseas so that they wouldn't judge my posts because they just don't get certain things. And as brown girls, got to pick and choose our battles. And we can kind of mix that in with another one that we got, which is can't post anything because someone will snitch to their parents and to yours. How you feel about that one? You got something to say about that one? I have a lot to say about what that one. What you got one. to say about that? I was waiting go, for go these off, responses. Go off, so as you guys know, I am very public on my social media. All of my accounts are public. I post whatever the hell I want to the, for the most part, on my social media, even though some parts I still have to hide because, you know, I don't want my mm. family or, like, people finding out that side. And for the most part, I am very genuine, authentic, and I my life is on full blast, basically. Like, mm. literally, my mom the other day, she was like, don't post that on social media. Mm. She was like, make sure that doesn't go up on the YouTube. <laughs> and at that point, at this point, it's like a joke, right? But also, it's like serious. Like, she's like, yeah. genuinely, like, don't post that, you know? Yeah. And it's annoying because, like, my family, everyone knows the parts of myself because I'm very, like, I tell them about it and it's not like I'm hiding anything. But it's also, like, if I do want to hide something or if I do want to tell them at a later point, they're going to find out anyway because either someone's going to send them a screenshot from my profile or they're going to find out some way, you know. And that's what happened with my YouTube. I didn't want to tell them until I was a little bit bigger and, like, I was more sure about everything that I was making. But my mom found found out about it. Mm. And I remember a cousin found my Instagram. She's younger than me. She found my Instagram to give my nanu my grandma uh, heart attack basically she god. went and go went to go tattle on me to my nanu saying, oh my god look at muhua like post- posting this on instagram blah 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 crazy. and it's like at this point if my mom doesn't give a shit about what i wear why the hell are you complaining about it when you're freaking like 16 years old hmm. and you're literally just trying to cr- cause trouble in the family because you just want to get a reaction out of my grandma and like get a reaction out of the whole family and you just want the news to spread. And it's like younger people are like this. Older people are like this. They're the snitchers of the friggin' family. And it's they're literally just like their their mom, aunties reincarnate into younger versions because they're mm. horrible just like them, you know. So it's really it's really hard to be your authentic self. And we do want to have the whole episode on this on, you know, leading a double life in the South Asian household. Mm. And it's so hard to be your authentic self and you feel like you have to be private on Instagram. You feel like you can't post things that you genuinely want to post because you can't show too much skin. You can't show that you're partying or blah, blah, blah. You can get in so much trouble for that. Like a lot of people's lives are at stake because they can't show themselves. And it's really hard. It's really sad too that you feel like if you are your authentic self, people are going to snitch on you and it's looked at as a bad thing. And that's something that I'm trying to unlearn right now as um you know, growing older and it's 2022 now. And honestly, as long as it's not, it's not like threatening your life, I think that we should face the consequences. I think we should post our authentic selves. And I think we should just live for ourselves instead of for other people. Like, yeah, you're going to get bashed for it probably, you know, posting things that people aren't okay with you posting. But at the end of the day, you're happier 
because it's more you you know and i i really hope that it doesn't really constrict you for the rest of your life because if it's already like this when you're younger it's, it's probably going to continue on because a lot of people are like oh when you get married you can travel you can do whatever you want you can post whatever you want because you have a husband already you know but really the cycle never ends you're always mm -hmm. going to be tied to a reputation you're always going to be tied to your family there's always going to be something like oh okay you still can't do it because it's going to look bad on us you aren't viewed as your own self you're not viewed as an individual you're connected to family and other people so if you're if you're thinking like oh maybe i'll have a public instagram or maybe i can post whatever i want when i'm married because that's what my parents said it's not true it's not true so honestly just do whatever the hell you want right now that's my advice and i'm very passionate about this because i've gone through this like everyone else and i don't want anyone else to go through it yeah you you kind of went off that's crazy i went off you I kinda, don't know. We got to have our own episode on this. You kind of hit the mark on that one, huh? And it's just going to be me talking the whole episode. <laughs> I'm just going to go, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You no, got I anything mean, to say about this? I mean, not really. I mean, you you pretty much pretty much got got the whole gist of it. Um I I'm I mean, no when I was like younger when I started posting like fit pics, my mom used to be like, "Oh, like your family's going to see this." I'd be like, "I don't give a shit, mom." <laughs> like, I literally don't mm -hmm. care. So she she like didn't really pushed that on me it was it was mostly just like her she was just like i don't like this i don't like that you're posting this and i don't think that you should anymore and you know i listened i obviously don't post like ridiculous things like even if like my outfit is like a little flamboyant or something ridiculous thing even if my outfit is like a little like you know not quote-unquote like boy like or whatever like it's not gonna be like a like a funky photo or anything it'll be like a normal photo so like yeah like i'm sure i listen to her a little bit but for the most part like you know i don't really like tran full transparency like doesn't really happen to me my family's pretty much cool with everything that i do you know sorry you're also, to you're also a male yeah sorry to drown out everything you said but like all my cousins follow me all of them love me all right <laughs> no but it's so but crazy i had so many freaking family members blocked back in the day really now i don't give a shit mm -hmm. follow me as an extra follower for me <laughs> yes sir. road to 16k i have like <laughs> eight follow eight different accounts that i'll follow you for all your different benchmarks it's true yeah all right you got any 10 second advice for the start of the new year yeah, don't fly JetBlue. Let me give you a little backstory. Ah, so on my flight back, I'm gonna make this quick. I just need to get he get never this, get this on my chest, you know. So first of all, did you guys know that JetBlue you can't fly with carry-ons anymore? Like you know how like you know Spirit and Frontier, there's no carry-ons. JetBlue has now joined that group. They're like, ah, like here we go. We're gonna you have to pay sixty-five dollars both ways to get a carry-on onto the flight. So you gotta pay a hundred thirty dollars. So plus your ticket. <laughs> so you know what I did. I mean, you know, but I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you guys. Tell I'm gonna tell our listeners. So long story short, um, I did not want to pay sixty five dollars. There was no way I'm paying sixty five. What the hell do I look like? Like, do I look like I'm gonna do that? You sickness, <laughs> <laughs> you bozo. I'm not gonna do that. So I literally, I packed my carry on, knowing damn well I'm not gonna pay for it. I went straight to the to the to the gate. I scanned my boarding pass and I ran right into the plane right before they can say anything. They might have. I had my AirPods in. I was not, I was not listening. 
uh, JetBlue employees, if if you if you know me, I I I'm sorry, I'm not paying that. I'm not. I'm, it's not <laughs> happening. I'm sickness. Part two. <laughs> On the way back, my flight was scheduled at 9 p.m. It got pushed back eight separate times. I'll say that again. Eight separate times. Again, eight times it got pushed back. I boarded the plane at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. <laughs> Two in the morning, I boarded my plane. I landed. No, like, you you boarded at one. I I flew like it took off at like two. I was sitting on that oh, stupid right. plane for a long time. I was hungry, like at the airport, all the food. No, places honestly, that's on you. That's on you for not eating at my house before leaving because I told you to. And what made you make? What makes you think that food places are gonna be open past like nine o'clock at airport? For me, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> like, why was Shakespeare <laughs> closed? How dare you? <laughs> Do you not know who I am? Listen, LaGuardia Shake Shack, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you sickness. Uh, more of the story, I hate JetBlue. Don't fly JetBlue. That's my advice to you. What, what do you have? I actually have real advice, unlike you. I have the realest advice you've ever heard. Don't fly JetBlue. My, my advice is to read more books. Mm. And that's facts because yeah, mine. My my resolution, yeah, book. My resolution last year was to read twelve books, which is one once a month, and that's very realistic for me because you know I don't have too much time on my hands. So when I do, I try reading thirty minutes a night instead of touching my phone, and that's the most I can really do. I know some people can read like five books a week. That's not really feasible for me right now, but I think twelve is a good amount. And it really broadens your knowledge so much. It makes you so much more creative. It makes you learn about so many different things. The last book I read is called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. I still have to tell you about that. Yeah. And it was such a good book. It was historical. It was about, you know, the concentration camps, but it also had like a non-fiction, uh, fictional take on it. Mm. And it's so nice. Like literally today I went to my local library. I haven't done that since I've moved out. I went to my local library, got a library card for the first time in so long it was the same library that i grew up on when i was like four years old and i got two books and i'm ready to read <laughs> no more no more social media usage for me yeah okay 12 books here i come no i'm happy for you that that's i mean yeah that's that's great yeah i know my, my sister reads a lot it's really hard for me to read i would i love books i mean i wrote one i'm an author um but it's really hard for me to read books. i didn't know, I don't know. that it's just I didn't know you were not there. Headspun's available tell. on Amazon right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a brown boy listening or a brown girl, I don't discriminate. If you are listening to this podcast, a lot of brown girls actually now. liked it. Who? People posted your book in the story. Eh. I um, bought five. Yeah, you did. I currently have seven copies. Actually, Mushun took one, so I have six copies. Yeah, because I gave one to your mom. She was reading it, going to sleep. It's on her bedside table. I got f- photo proof. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, I I love books. It's really hard for me to concentrate, so like I don't read as much as I should. But yeah, go 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 read a book, preferably mine. <laughs> There's a book for everyone. If you don't like nonfiction, if you don't like reading novels, then read a self help book or read like mm. a historical book. There's just read, so much to learn, you know. I've read The Four Agreements before. I used to work at a bookstore, so I literally just used to like pick it up um because it was it's pretty short like it's like 150 pages um that's a really good book self-help book so if you guys it's want so like, crazy. a good like, starting I went, book 
Yeah. I went to the library today and I saw these high school girls just sitting in the corner, just like gossiping, talking it up and doing oh. their homework. And it's like, I remember I used to do that. How how nice is it to be young? It's really nice. Yeah. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of the year. I hope you guys liked it. Hopefully the mic quality is a lot better. Please and let us know. Like if you guys yeah, like this, tell us. If you don't, we're going to re- return them. We're not going to do yep. that. Yeah. I'm going to keep the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, download our podcast everywhere. Listen to our podcast. I mean, obviously. Yeah, it really podcast. helps a lot. Um, leave us your reviews. Us well. We have not been getting reviews. What's going on? We're ugly. Yeah, what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening? happening? <laughs> it's the new year. Like, the, the, new mic, <laughs> the mic really turned it off. The mic uh, really just yeah. set them far away. And um and and we also want to start. L- let us know if you guys uh, how you guys feel about guests. We want to start bringing on like guests, maybe like a little once a month action. We got a couple people we that have we have a lot of planned. ideas yeah you know labyrinth Thav is is a superstar she has connections to everybody so i mean <laughs> but but yeah we got we got a lot of things for planned for this podcast um we appreciate all you guys listening if you're still listening uh, buy my book um <laughs> and buy my restock labyrinthav.com there you go just give us your money <laughs> all, right. all right everyone we'll see you next Kudafis. week I love peace this. y'all